You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Ryan Hickey, George Bremer here with you. So, George, Colts lose 17-16 here. And the defense for the second straight home game now does allow a back-breaking fourth-quarter game-winning drive in which they give up a very late touchdown uh, to lose the game. In your opinion here, how much blame does the defense get for this loss on Sunday? They're going to take a lot of it uh, because they're going to tell you that they should get the stop and they should get off the field and they want to win the game in those situations. I don't think they deserve very much of it. This is an offensive league. All the rules favor the offense. I think just about anybody will tell you that if your defense gives up 17 points against a third leading scoring team in the NFL, you should win that game. Uh, And I think there were plenty of opportunities before that final drive that the defense gave the offense short fields. They gave them every chance to to build this lead to a point where uh, it wouldn't have have ended like that. Uh, And I think the offense put them in another bad spot. Yes, they've got to make the plays ultimately. That's, That's obvious. I think everybody agrees with that. Uh, but the offense at some point has to kind of do its job too. When you've got first and goal at the five and you don't punch it in, it's hard for me to come back and blame the defense for losing that game. I would go like, if you had to put a percentage on it, I go 0%. Like, honestly, I know they gave up, you know, they, the, the Eagles went right down the field. I would say zero just because you, you hit the nail on the head, George. Like this offense so many times had a chance to put the game away um, in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, we talked about it to open the show here. They had three straight possessions to start the second half for their worst starting field position, which I believe was their own 45-yard line. They had one that started in the Eagles 22, and basically three drives, either in uh, Eagles territory or right at midfield, they scored a grand total of three points. You're one out of three in the red zone. You can't score a touchdown. Like, and when you look at the end of the game, George, we're talking about a defense that coming in, again, this was one of the best offenses in the NFL. You held them to a season low in terms of point total, 17. Third fewest total yards uh, this season, 314. They had just 18 first downs, the f- tie for the fewest they've had this season. The Colts defense did a great job on this Eagles offense. They frustrated Jalen Hurts. They kept him in the pocket. They really did not allow his legs to be a major, major factor until the most part till the end. But again, it also saying, when you're on the field getting as many stops, like as you mentioned with all the rules going your way, the defense is going to tire out. You can't expect to keep putting your defense on the field against a good offense and expect stops. It's just not fair, not realistic, which is why even though, again, they did blow a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, I can't get mad because they played so well and the offense was the reason why they were unfortunately in positions where you basically got to get a stop uh, or the game is or, – or um, you got to get a stop just to keep the game going. And they couldn't do so because the offense just continue to keep a good team around. You keep giving a quarterback as dynamic as Jalen Hurts that many chances, he's going to burn you eventually. And, and that's what ended up happening. I mean, you just kept handing him the ball with a chance to tie or take the lead all day long, really, uh, when you had a chance to put the game out of reach. And, and that's ultimately, that's been the story of this season. You know, the offense does not take advantage of its opportunities. And the defense eventually wears out. 
And against bad teams, they're able to that formula is able to hold up more often than not. They'll win the game against good teams, and more often than not, that offense is going to find a way to make a play and beat you. Uh, it, it's just been ground all day. I mean, we talk about that all year, but it, it's really just been groundhog day. Uh, I feel so bad for this defense because I feel like they have been everything they were hyped to be. You know, they've come out and they played great football. And the reason they're not getting the recognition around the, the, the country, the way that, that you would expect them to is because this offense has been so underachieving. You know, they just cannot finish drives. They cannot consistently move the ball and you end up and last two home games. You've lost 17 to 16. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You're right. That commander's loss is, oh my God, also 17-16. And almost kind of the same exact blueprint where you had opportunities to put the game away. You couldn't do so. And all of a sudden you let a good team, I guess we'll call it command. I mean, the commander's not even a good team, but you even just allow an average team to hang around. Again, you keep allowing them to, you know, you keep on giving them extra opportunities. It's the NFL. Even some of the bad teams here are going to continue to convert. If you just keep opening the door, eventually they'll burst through. And we saw with the commanders, like you said, the last home game about a month ago. And I see it again on Sunday against the Eagles. And it's like, what's even more frustrating, George, is the, for how good this defense has been for the Colts and Gus Bradley this year. They've been a top five defense. The two areas that we have gotten them on for want to see improvement in sacks, right? Consistent after the quarterback and turnovers. And they did that on Sunday. Three sacks of Jalen Hurts, which that's not an easy task whatsoever. And again, they kept him corralled in the pocket for the most part and did not allow his legs to, again, really the end of the game, really come back to hurt him. And they forced two turnovers. And one of the turnovers, a strip sack, was again, you get the ball basically in the red zone at the 22 yard line to start the second half. Like you are, you got turnovers that were, you absolutely needed. The other turnover you had with AJ Brown fumbling, that came right after Jonathan Taylor fumble. So you talk about, you know, one of those quick change uh, situations where you're on the bench and all of a sudden, boom, one of the, you know, you fumble, now you're back on the field. They got off the field. So they, again, they, they did everything you needed in order to win the game. And so I can't sit here and fault them and blame them whatsoever, even though you do allow a big-time fourth-quarter drive for a touchdown. And you do allow them to score, what was it, two touchdowns right in the fourth quarter uh, in order to win the game. I can't blame them because, again, they, they did everything they needed to do. If you have a pulse on offense, this game's over and the Colts win. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The, if the offense punches in those two turnovers, the first one obviously would have given them a chance to get a 17-3 to lead. You, you don't do that. You kick the field goal. The second one, I believe, is the one that they end up at first and goal at the five after that interception. You have a chance to end the game, and, and you can't finish it. So, um, yeah, it, it's the same thing over and over again. The offense has got to execute better, and in, and in particular, the offensive line's got to execute better. You've got to get you got to start opening up some of those lanes. Give Jonathan Taylor a chance. He's healthy now. I think that's one thing that we've seen. He's absolutely healthy now. Uh, but it, it doesn't matter if he's getting hit, you know, two and three yards behind the line of scrimmage on every play, as he was pretty much after the opening drive today. You're not going to be able to win games that way. The, the formula for this team is to run the football, milk the clock, let that defense play the way it's played all year long. And then Matt Ryan you know, makes a couple big throws on third down and keeps some drives alive. That's what they want to do to win football games. You can't do that when the offensive line uh, implodes as often as it has. Absolutely, and it's a waste. It, it's truly a waste of a good performance from Unique Ngakwe, who had arguably his best game as a Colt, a sack and a half. He had the strip sack in there, again, to start the second uh, second half. You had Zaire Franklin basically doing an ode, a tribute to Shaq Leonard with that great little punch out of A.J. Brown there, the left arm coming in, forcing the fumble. He led uh, both teams in tackles with 12. 
So again, you have some really good performances. I thought Ryan uh, McLeod also played really well mm-hmm. as well. Speaking of which, by the way, George, can we start calling him Hot Rod? Like that's a great nickname, and it can't be lost on the kicker that he's not here. I know he was playing with a heavy heart today too. I think that's one of the things to point out. You know, he's a Virginia guy, and and he definitely had a lot on his mind. It was a very personal game for him. He came out and did everything he had to do to he help did. this football team win a game. Uh, and again, you know, all year long, I just my heart goes out to the defense because they have played well enough to win, probably all but two weeks, and the offense just continually, more often than not, doesn't take advantage. And that's you sign up again. If we we're sitting before the season, and you say, so far with eleven games, nine and eleven games, the defense will will give you a chance to win. I again, you're signing up for that. And we're talking about a Colts record that you would think, but preseason would be definitely over five hundred. Definitely, you know, maybe you know one of the best in the AFC. And so you're going to talk about a team that's four six and one with a defense that's playing, like I said, playoff caliber. I mean, maybe maybe for a crazy like Super Bowl caliber defense, like they they just. They are deep at all three levels. They are very consistent. They're really good. Again, they, like you mentioned, two two games. That's fine. Like every defense plays bad because again, just the way it is, the NFL offense is your quarterback play. It's so hard to stop that you'll live with so far through eleven games, two games that are you know subpar when it comes to defensive play. And it just goes back to again, whoever the head coaches next year, the first move has to be Gus Bradley. Please stay. Has to be the first oh, yeah. move you make. Absolutely. I mean, the second move is to go and get an offensive line coach in here who can really you know, get this this line going. Those are the two big areas. I mean, that's the thing. You're right. If you want to look outside a quarterback, which obviously everybody has to have the quarterback, and, and that's going to be the most important team for every team who doesn't have one. Uh, but outside of that, the two biggest areas you can improve right now are, you know, making sure Gus Bradley stays here on defense and giving him maybe just a little bit more pass rush. You know, Quiddy Pay being out today was a, was a big thing, too. And, and anytime he's out, that's tough for this defense. Uh, but Bradley keeps finding ways to keep them in the game, even regardless of that. And the other biggest thing is, you know, getting this offensive line back where it needs to be. You know, not just one game out in the desert. You need to see that should be the offensive line you see on a weekly basis. For the way they're paid, for the talent there is on that line, uh, there, there's really no excuse for them not to be more like that week in and week out than, than what we've seen. Yeah, you could go get a left tackle and help this team out. You could get a right guard and help this team out. But with the unit they have, it should be better results than what we've seen this year. 100% right. 100% right. And again, we're sitting here at 4-6-1 with another disappointing loss for an absolutely disappointing season. To finish off, George, this right next, we've kind of been harping on the offense a lot. and had me already thinking ahead to next week since next week's game is Monday night. I am not looking forward. I might throw my phone out the window watching this game to seeing everyone on Twitter crushing the Colts offense and how bad they are. Because that's the thing, when you're buried in the 1 o'clock window for most of the time the Colts have, outside of the Denver game, no one's really watching Matt Ryan with an intent eye or this Colts offense line with an intent eye. And I am already dreading just all the tweets, all the nonsense that's going to come. I Rightfully so, don't get me wrong, it's justified. But with that said, just when, the nat- when everyone in, uh, nationally is on, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be insufferable. All eyes on the Colts and the Steelers next week. Uh, oh, you know, I think it's going to be a rough one. Although the Steelers right now are tied with the Bengals, so you know, give give them some credit. Maybe they're going to come in here with a little bit of fight as well. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just the Colts watch. It's just going to be a real ugly offensive game, and that's that's what this offense is. I mean, I definitely through eleven weeks, we know things need to go almost perfectly for this offense to to put up more than twenty points, and 
It's that's not that's unrealistic. You know, uh, twice this year they've been able to put more than twenty points because twice this year they've been able to keep the quarterback clean and not turn the ball over. And uh, you know, they are what they are at this point. They are what they are, which is not a very good football team. But the one thing they definitely are is an inconsistent football team. That's for sure. We know that for sure. And another tough loss of the Colts, 17-16, another Sunday where the defense gave you reason to believe, and the offense sucked all that belief out of you, especially after a nice hot start. So at least, hey, cross it off the list, George. We'll call it a win in terms of Colts scored a touchdown on the offense, uh, first drive for the first time this season. So there you go. Take that you know, monkey off their back. They are finally back to getting off to a hot start. We've not really seen so much this season. Oh, boy. Oh, something's got to stay positive here for six more weeks as this season does go on. So that will do it for this edition of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Make sure you are downloading and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts to the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Make sure you follow George on Twitter at GM Bremer. Check me out at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. We will be back on the midweek pod, maybe deep dive a little more on Jeff Saturday's so far two, uh, two game head coaching stint. So make sure you check us out here. It's going to be an abbreviated schedule, by the way. Minutes well throw this out now. We will have. Or I guess it's just a normal schedule, even with Thanksgiving still going on. So Wednesday, Friday, we'll still have your pods out there. So even though the holiday week has changed, even though the Colts are Monday night next week, schedules all kind of in flux, the Blue Horseshoe Podcast will do something the Colts cannot do, provide consistency. So we'll talk to you on Wednesday right here on the Blue Horseshoe Pod.